1: The following is a presentation of the Belly Sports Media Network.
0: You're listening to the Sports Scramble Podcast, where four friends serve up a weekly plate of sports with a side of SEC bias. Now, here are your hosts, Chet, Jacob, Wade, and Tyler. Let's go!
1: What is going on, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Sports Scramble podcast. I'm your host, Chet, and we got Tyler and Wade. Jacob is nowhere to be found. He had a birthday yesterday, and we haven't heard from him since. I think same. he went on a
0: party yacht and he yeah. just left us.
1: He's he's somewhere out in the ocean. The hey, that does ocean, happen, Chet. That does happen. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So who <laughs> knows? Uh, well, we are Sports Scramble brought to you by A Belly Up Media. It's a Thursday night. We had a little bit of delay. I was traveling. The guys were traveling. We got work. We got everything. Country roads. Were... Yes. I was in West Virginia. <laughs> That's the first thing I heard on the radio when I landed. So there you go. But how are y'all doing? Doing,
0: doing pretty good. You didn't complain. Yeah, it's so, fun to come on a Thursday because we're a few days closer to the NFL playoff, you know, the conference championship games this weekend. We still got a lot of skin in the game with the Bengals and Joe Burrow. So fun to be able to preview that for y'all um and yes we, we can claim
1: the Bengals. yeah you yes, can i saw that floating out on twitter today wade's uh,
0: twitter rant of the week <laughs> yeah
1: i think you can totally claim the, the Bengals. i think you can claim any team
0: i can claim whatever i want
1: yeah like if, he's an lsu legend of course i'm gonna claim him exactly like i can go claim the raiders because jamarcus russell played there
0: but It'd be like the
2: same thing if like Purdue fans claiming the Saints whenever Drew Brees was our quarterback.
0: Here's how so you become an NFL, NFL team. Team. from those people. You use our fanatics link, check, go ahead and give them the link. All right. <laughs> then you type that in your computer and you go buy whatever shirt you want because the NFL is one giant bandwagon. It doesn't matter where you're from. Most people don't live within 200 miles of a city that has an NFL team. So if I want to cheer on Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, I'm gonna do it. Go Bengals.
1: Exactly, and if you're an audio,
0: in our
2: instance, whenever you know your team is going through a a two-year stretch of of not making the playoffs, you need a team to root for, and it's all about entertainment. We get with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. I don't care if you have two players or you know one player. Joe Burrow is is like an LSU legend that. I mean, he's going to have a own statue by the stadium, so it's warranted that all of these LSU fans are jumping on the Bengals train. So I don't even want to hear from those type of people,
1: especially if you got money on them to win the Super Bowl, as the three exactly. of us do. <laughs> so it's an
0: investment. Exactly, we bought stock.
1: Yeah. We bought, <laughs> yeah, I root for Apple to do good because I'm invested in Apple, so therefore I'm going to root for the Bengals to
0: do good. I trust it's, Joe Burrow, and, and the then also more like than any of my stocks. That, and also, as also
2: well, cool. I mean, like for like Saints fans like us, like they have like former Saints players, Von Bell, Eli, Eli Apple, and then Trey Hendrickson. Hold on, hold so on now. Well, Eli, Eli Apple, Apple, I know Uh-oh. Eli Apple <laughs> is definitely like out of that, but like Von Bell and Trey, Trey Hendrickson, know what they did for us uh, during that time. I mean, yeah, I'm just so I was so pissed seeing that. Well,
1: let let's be real. They they put that out there for the interaction. You know, people yeah, hate exactly. on them. It drives the page views up. People hate on us. Cool. Bring it on. Drives our interactions up.
0: And to
2: clarify It's like whenever like, David Pollack said to Nick yeah, Saban so- straight up that Georgia's a better program that overall.
0: Was, and that was uh that was that was ballsy. <laughs> when's ballsy. the last
1: when's the last time David Pollack was trending on Twitter? It's it's been a it's been a while. I don't Yeah, it's was been a hot now. minute,
2: but like after that, I mean he got all the interaction that he really needed.
1: Yeah. Uh, but what I w- when you know, Wade, perfect segue into Fanatics, br- we're brought to you by Fanatics. For our audio listeners, you're going to have to follow the voice because it's a long link. It's fanatics.93n6tx.net slash sports scramble. Tyler, do you have the discount code?
2: Oh, God. I do well,
1: not. It's, well I- it's also a Thursday. So whatever you're listening it just click our link on Fanatics. It- and you'll see the discount code listed there. It I'm pretty sure they notes.
2: emailed me that they have a 65% off site-wide, uh, and they do. It's Arctic A-R-T-E-T-I-S-T. Uh,
0: yeah, so there's only three hours
2: left, uh, but so our audio listeners, you'll probably get another code. But I'm sure 65% off is usually uh, the week, and then Sundays, are they're 24% off. Well, what of was your bonus there,
0: Wade? I was saying I saw a, a bonus sale, uh, 20% off. All of the four remaining teams uh, for them reaching the conference championship game, you can get 20% off of Bengals gear, Eagles, 49ers and Chiefs. So that's a good, good time if you want to use it to maybe get a jersey or something that's, you know, usually 100 plus dollars. Yeah, definitely. Um, sure. and
1: then if you're on YouTube of course you see the link there it's in our description and if you're on YouTube if you're catching us on YouTube hit the subscribe button we're trying to build that audience up I don't say that nearly enough in our podcast so we're gonna plug the YouTube we want to we want to keep it growing grow the families grow the scramble maybe one day we'll be able to play a scramble with all of our listeners that's the dream <laughs> will probably never happen but it's worth a shot so let's like we said earlier we're on Thursday I've got a beer wade has got a beer. It's happy hour. The work week
0: is almost done.
1: Yep, Tyler doesn't have a beer, but he will eventually. <laughs> um, let's, I didn't get let's, the memo. Yeah, I just grabbed one. I'm it's trying Thursday, to clean,
0: bro. Try. <laughs> I'm trying to
1: clean some uh, space out of my fridge, and I have one more beer left. And I needed to put some meat in there. And I was like, "Well, I'm just going to take this beer out. Well, I'm going to drink that and then work." Good go. trail. Yeah, exactly. There you go. But like I like I said earlier, I was in West Virginia this week. Turns out it's a betting state, so. Sprinkle a little cash on Joey B to get it done, win the Super Bowl. There was a when I checked into the hotel lobby, I walked down the hallway and there's a there's a room. It says video lottery. I'm like, video lottery, what is that? So I explored. I walked in there. I thought I thought it was gonna be like a lottery machine or something. It was slot machines lined down the wall, like arcade slot machines, like you see in the oh. casino. And there was a dude in there that looked like he hadn't seen the light of day and like. <laughs> the two days or something, he had just been sitting there. He had a beer in one hand, <laughs> cigarette He's like, in the other. I'm not and stopping
2: until I hit this damn jackpot.
1: <laughs> he was just hitting the button, just lifelessly, just hitting it. And I was like, "Huh, that's that's nice to know uh, that that you have the opportunity to do that." I didn't go gamble, um, but I did place a bet on uh, our friends. We were just hate on Barstool Sports. Uh, we won't hate on the golf podcast foreplay. They do their for-the-cut bets, so I've been tailing them. And uh, this week, it was uh, – what's his name? Harry Higgs, Ricky Fowler, Colum taran and Sahith Thagala to make the cut, plus 800. Like I'll, I'll sprinkle a little cash on there like I do. And uh, it's going to – I'll allude to it later in the show when we do our dog of the week – But it hit, so I'm happy. It was a lot better than what Wade and I had last week. Yeah, why did I join you on the uh,
0: losing end of a 300-to-one? Yeah,
1: so last (laughs) week, Wade Wade and I went together. Wow, that's insane. It was uh, Harris English. um, I don't even remember the other three.
0: Yeah, I think you just put these guys in a random name generator, and then you're like, hey, these guys are on the PGA now. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I got some learning to do on the names. (laughs) Wade and I had three
1: guys make the cut, and Harris English bogeys like the fifteenth hole to drop one out of the cut line, but then managed to birdie the, the the next three. But he missed the cut by one stroke, and the cut was like ten under last week at the American Express Open, which is insane for a cut line. Um, but so we lost like last five week. under. Yeah, uh, today it was even par at uh, Tour huh. Pines, which wow. I mean.
0: Much more difficult course though. Yes. Yeah.
1: Uh, That they were playing. Where were they playing last week? It was in California. They had like the four different courses.
0: Uh, Yeah. They they, were playing at like a bachelor trip course. I mean, it was like they can tear that up. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's see where it was at.
1: Use the Google machine. Oh, it was at PGA West, uh, which is like there's like four different courses there. I mean, John Rom won shooting 27 under. Like, yeah, it's Jon Rahm, but 27-under is insane. That's like a pee course for him. Yeah, So, uh, but we didn't get it done last week, but I got it done this week, so I'm happy. I got a little bit of running around money to, to mess with on the Super Bowl. There you so go. We'll, we'll see if I put some more bets. I was looking at my... You can uh, do the, the squares.
0: Yeah we, should,
1: yeah, we should get into some
0: squares for the Super Bowl. We can do some squares with our, our viewers on Twitter or something. Yeah,
2: <laughs> we could. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, get a, a little thing going. Maybe we'll 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 back we that up. We could get about merch, you know. Like yeah,
1: we gotta get, get some squares. We gotta we'll think we about it. We gotta line. get the merch going. Yeah, we gotta make some merch. So we we have some we have some connections through Belly Up. So we just gotta get it get it made. Um, I guess this the stick on the golf talk. I mentioned it before the show to y'all, and y'all hadn't heard about it. Uh, I called it the t Gate. You got Rory McIlroy and Patrick Green, all time drama which I'm sure y'all know Patrick Reed is now on the live tour. Roy McRoy, the poster boy for the PGA tour and it's fight against live. Uh, They're playing. He's playing over in the DP world tour. It's over in like Dubai or something. And they had, uh, then that allows live players to play as well. So Patrick Reed walks over to him on the driving range and says something to the guy next to him and Rory ignores him. And, uh, then I guess Reed didn't like that, so he flicked a tee at him, which oh. was like golf's version of like just throwing a haymaker across, like just <laughs> benches clearing brawl. And uh, Rory just like looked at him in disgust. And then they, you know, obviously everybody's freaking out, like, oh my gosh, Patrick Reed could have poked his eye out throwing a tee. Uh, but when asked in an interview about it, Rory said that he didn't respond to him because he was subpoenaed by his lawyer on Christmas Eve. He gets a knock on his door that Patrick Reed is suing him. That may be incorrect, but that's what I'm going with. That he's suing him on Christmas Eve. He gets a subpoena. And uh, when asked, he said something like, if the roles were reversed and I would afflict a at Patrick Reed, I'd be expecting a lawsuit right now. And then, like, drop the mic and walk, walk out of the press conference. I thought that was funny. But, yeah, you've got some golf drama. Live golf and PGA Tour with throwing tees at each other. So, Wade, watch out in a few weeks. I'm going to throw a tee at you, and you're going to
0: come after me. <laughs> You know, it just doesn't make golf look very uh, manly because nope. in the NFL that would be the equivalent of like Miles Garrett swinging his helmet at yeah, Mason Rudolph, killing him. <laughs> and in baseball, you know, like maybe charging the mound with a bat. Uh, but in golf, you know, the flick of a tee.
1: <laughs> Max Holma had a funny tweet. Let me see if I can find it. Um, it was kind of he sarcastically tweeted this. Uh, after their round, he said, "Had a nice time on the course today. Five birdies, one bogey, no subpoenas. Very successful start <laughs> to the week." Um, and, and Colin Morikawa said, "Was so close to throwing a tee at you, but you're too nice." And or I was like, okay, <laughs> "Okay, now they're just having fun with it." But yeah, yeah, little little golf drama there. I mean, golf season's heating up. Um, I don't know if y'all saw the TikTok I sent y'all on uh. That guy that has traveled around the world and or around the country in his van playing on the municipal courses and like interviewing people and has is written a book. Uh we'll give him a a free plug here. Let me find the name of the book. Um but I think we could definitely pair it up golf. That's his TikTok. So if you're listening and you're interested in this, go check it out. I'm gonna reach out to him, see if we get him on the show once you know, once football slows down, we get some cool interviews. I think he have some pretty sweet stories he he goes to just random municipal courses and just plays with random people and like gets their life stories and stuff so that'll be uh some interesting stuff to hear but um uh, tyler i'm seeing also in my notes betting woes continue for jacob and tyler it's not it's not <laughs> looking good for y'all you're on the loses now
2: yeah, uh, Jacob and I decided to bet uh, on the Buffalo-Cincinnati uh, game uh, last weekend. And let's see if I can remember. It was a five-leg parlay. It was a plus 2,000. It was looking pretty good. We had Jabbar Chase, anytime touchdown. That was literally the first drive. Didn't take much. Yep. Joe Burr, over the one and a half, uh, re- re- it was a touchdowns check. It only took him like the first quarter. And then this is where it decided to go downhill. I took the over and Stefan Diggs receiving yards. I, it mm. was 81 and a half. He only got like 37. So and that didn't happen. The and then Jacob convinced me to take Dawson Knox touchdown, and the bills only scored one single touchdown, and that did not happen. I can't really remember the other leg. Uh, but uh Jacob had the most bold one. He did Cincinnati Moneyline. At the time, I thought he was crazy, but Cincinnati ended up blowing the doors off of Buffalo. He pretty much had the same as me, but he also did the over, which never really stood a chance during that game. Yeah, Especially not with scale. the conditions.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was a blizzard. I saw on ESPN today that somewhat a reporter was saying something along the lines of like, if Cincinnati doesn't win, they'll always be viewed as the underdog. And, like, if you're Joe Burrow, you have to win the Super Bowl this year if you, like, want to be the best guy, best quarterback in the NFL or something. Like, do you all agree with that? Do you think Mm -hmm. Cincinnati's
0: always the underdog? I don't – I mean, I think think they're uh, still fresh, you know. Like, they're still likable because they kind of seem like they're on the come up. But, I mean, they are kind of right to the, the fact that if you get to the Super Bowl two years in a row and you don't close the deal, it's very hard to get back. And right. I'm not saying the window is closing for Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase because they're young and they'll probably get contract extensions. But as they do, it's going to get more expensive and it's going to be harder for the team to keep the level of talent they currently have. So I really do think they have this year and maybe next year with the current roster construction. But you know, we've seen teams get to the Super Bowl and. Come nowhere close to getting back. You know, look at Atlanta and Carolina. Look, yeah, look at the like Rams that. last year yeah. or this year. Yeah. I mean, just but at least they got it team. done. You know, you right? Know, they got
2: the win. injuries really hurt that team with Stafford going down and losing Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm.
1: I will say one thing that's most impressive is Joey B came out there and I mean we'll jump into the NFL recaps. I mean he he balled out there against the Bills with three offensive linemen missing. I mean, there were three yeah. backups in the game. And that was the whole offseason story. They got offensive linemen. You know, last year the reason they didn't win is because he had no time to throw. And these guys came in and, I mean, they must have heard the noise and they they showed up and performed. So I, I got high hopes for Joey
0: B going to get into Arrowhead next week. But did you see what happened when he lost a little bit of time from the line? I mean, it looked just like him and in- – Jamar from a year ago you know early in the year when the line was was healthy and Jamar was healthy they were trying to stretch the field more using Jamar as a Mm -hmm. deep threat but over the last couple weeks Joe's been getting the ball a lot quicker Jamar is getting more involved in those intermediate routes running eight ten yards up the field making a catch and really getting his athleticism on display and I think You know, even in a perfect situation, that's something that they could really use to their advantage uh, for their offense.
1: Yeah, I mean, you keep the you just eat away at that defense, and then hit like a play action deep ball, and and throw it to Jamar. You got T Higgins. Um, They're tied in. I can't remember his name. Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. And
0: Tyler Boyd, of course. You can't forget him. Honestly. oh that was
2: that was the, the last one it, that one hit it was over the it actually didn't hit he had only one catch for 23 yards i thought i was going to be good and he ended up not getting a catch
1: ah well maybe he'll maybe if y'all put another little five team par, or five leg parlay on this week it'll hit
2: yeah i think that's what we're gonna do but going back to this game i was definitely impressed with the offensive line play i think they really held up against buffalo buffalo's defense has really been missing von miller uh, throughout the season, I mean, Buffalo's defense uh, really got exposed uh, in this one. Uh, their cornerbacks, I mean, there's multiple times whenever uh, Cincinnati was driving in the red zone that they got flagged for pass interference. Uh, but I think that uh, Cincinnati going into to this weekend against uh, Kansas City, I think, like you mentioned, uh, the narrative had been that they're the underdog. But I think that the narrative is starting to change. I know that they made it to the Super Bowl uh, last year, but. If they can get over the hump against Kansas City, I think that narrative is going to change that. They're going to be the hunted coming in the next year because they're going to now be back-to-back AFC champs. And there's a really no outside team of the AFC teams. I mean, Kansas City has really been consistent. Buffalo hasn't been able to get over the hump, and they showed it. Like, they literally had everything from They had the the weather conditions that Josh Allen has been playing in. And Allen, I mean, Cincinnati's defense, you also got to give credit to them. They really brought the pressure. Uh, really we didn't really see Buffalo make as many big plays as we thought so I think that Cincinnati is really a red hot team and I think that Kansas City has to be the underdog going into this weekend
1: so the lines have shifted now that um uh, Patrick Mahomes is quote-unquote healthy it's now no he's it's now a pickle the spread is even it just says PK, which I assume means pick 'em. I have no idea. Yeah, it's a pick 'em. I'm waiting Uh, for it to
0: go back to Bengals being a yeah underdog with some plus money.
1: Money line is Bengals minus 108, KC minus 113. So, like I said, basically pick 'em. So the Uh, casinos getting their juice either
0: way. Nobody's getting money. (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) San Francisco's plus two and a half on the Eagles. We can jump into that one. I mean. They the offense didn't look that great against the Cowboys, San Francisco's, but their defense held up, forced turnovers. Um, yeah, th- who would have thought Dak Prescott throwing interceptions was going to be the the Cowboys' demise? And I mean, we got to talk about the last play of the game. I mean, it's like, hey, hey, Zeke, I know you want to be a factor in this play. Go out there, we're gonna get you the ball, but first you got to snap the ball. That's how you're going to touch the ball. And
0: then you get
2: absolutely plowed by San Francisco's linebacker.
0: I mean, what did they think was going to happen? That they were going to not try on the play?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the whole... You got T.Y. at the
1: bottom of the screen there on the left side of the field. I think the plan was for him to get the ball because he had a bunch of offensive linemen in front of him. And they just bull rushed Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott. So they just got it off. Dude got lit up and the season was over. And I mean, did, I don't think any of us picked the Cowboys to win this game. No, we were all on San Francisco. Yeah. So, how's the pick'em looking, Tyler? Are we, did we go 4 0 last week? I think I picked, uh, them. yeah.
2: Wade, uh, got 4 0, and everyone else went 3 and 1. So, not too shabby. We were all hovering around a 500. But, yeah, going to this game, I mean, the Cowboys offense definitely did not look good. Their first really drive when as abysmal as it was the only touchdown that they got was Dalton Schultz and Brett Maher was probably their MVP as bad as he is at kicking extra points. He's pretty good at kicking uh, the regular field
0: goals. Uh, They're going to have a short yeah, uh, distance. kicker and a long distance kicker. Yeah. Hold there. On. yeah let's, absolutely. Let's, talk about,
1: let's talk about this for a second. So everybody was giving them crap when the first one got blocked, which I guess well, it, 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 was, it really hit gonna his fault.
2: It was going to miss.
1: Yeah. But how do you miss extra points? Like seven in a row, but you make the field goals that are harder from longer it's, distances. It's like
0: it's like chipping like on like
1: the, the green.
2: Thing. It's like yeah, all it's, a mental thing. It's, it's like got, golf. Like whenever you yip. miss one, then you're gonna miss like the next seven.
0: <laughs> I mean, the moment you scald the crap out of a golf ball from ten feet from the the green, you are hesitant every time you walk up there again. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that is true. And I know I am.
1: When we have the yips as golfers, or just in any sport. It's also not broadcasted to like you know
2: six or seven
0: million viewers. I mean,
2: everybody was on this guy after every miss.
0: And it's an expectation, right? Like if he misses the field goal, we're used to that. But this is like right up there with a free throw. Actually, it's probably viewed as easier than a free throw in terms Mm. of sports. And craziest
2: thing is like he had like the most points of any kicker this season too. Yeah, he was was one of the better
0: kickers. He was a fantasy like lineup saver throw him in yeah, he was the number one points. fantasy
2: kicker this season you think he has a job next year
0: yeah i think he the, will because the the long distance field goal talents there i mean yeah. he's one of like maybe five or six kickers that can boot at 55 yards
1: yeah i mean consistently he'll probably get into the off season and all he's going to do is kick extra points and he's going to be dialing it's up come next year yeah like it definitely like a, is. it's a mental thing uh but yeah i mean 49ers take down the Cowboys. It's some <clears throat> excuse me, it's something that not even like the NFL script writers could have thought Mr. irrelevant potential to win the Super Bowl this year as a starting quarterback. So
0: it's getting closer. I think it'll make teams really think harder about their sixth and seventh round draft picks. I mean you can get a lot of value out of those positions. And if a guy's not working out in training camp or something, then you just cut him and you put him down on the practice squad. But there's nothing to be lost. But at the very least, San Francisco has a young, controllable quarterback that can be potentially the starter or the backup for the next three years for like, you know, nothing, pennies
1: on the dollar. Yeah. Know? I mean, they didn't have to pay him a dime, really. Well, yeah, I had to pay him, but, you know, could, could, Compared to what they're paying Trey Lance, like, and this kid's about to potentially lead you to the Super Bowl. Um, And the team that he's facing just routed the Giants. I figured the Eagles were going to win, but I picked the Giants because they were the underdog. But 38-7? to Like, come on. They didn't even give up a fight. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. I thought the Eagles would start a little slow. You know, they had the bye week. No, they just rolled up in there
0: and just demolished them. The it's, Eagles are a tricky team. I mean, they, they're they not as flashy as, like, the Bengals or the Chiefs, but when that offense is humming and they can run the ball, they're tough to stop and they control the clock, you know? So if they're consistently running down the field and scoring, say, every three out of four drives, I mean, it's going to be hard to beat. Uh, I, I'm interested to see how San Francisco can match up because, you know, they pride themselves on their run defense. Right. Right.
1: Uh, Tyler, I don't know if you saw the Eagles head coach compare Jalen Hurts to Michael Jordan. What do you think about the comparison right now?
2: Uh, I think that, you know, Jalen Hurts is having an MVP level season, but comparing him to Michael Jordan uh, is absurd. I mean, I don't know. It's, I mean, he, he definitely has the talent around him. I'm not saying that Jalen Hurts is a great quarterback, but I think that A.J. Brown, that's the addition of the offseason for the Eagles. Uh, I mean, you go from a guy like Jalen Rieger, who's dropping passes left and right to A.J. Brown a, a tough physical receiver pair him up with Devontae Smith uh, a really good route runner he has the speed uh, on the edge uh, to beat you so I think uh, yeah I, I really didn't expect this to be as big as a blowout it did uh, pick this Eagles team uh, to beat the Giants I was very high on the Giants uh, throughout the season but I just felt like this was a really tough matchup they really struggled against the Eagles defense uh, I mean Eagles defense is going to be as good as anyone. Whoever, whatever offense, especially against San Francisco's offense and Brock Purdy, he's a rookie quarterback, so that's definitely concern if you're a San Francisco fan going into to the link uh, with a, a very physical uh, defensive front, especially with Fletcher Cox. You have a really good secondary, Darius Slay and C.J. Gardner Johnson, so that's definitely going to be a tough matchup to watch.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been seeing the TikTok hype videos Jalen Hurts with. Uh... What's the song? Uh, superhero. Oh, did you
2: see that? Uh, Alabama actually, uh, uh, the the football Twitter account posted. I think it was like they were like pretty much claiming Jalen Hurts like yeah, MVP, so, NFL MVP finalist. Well, let's. I'm that, torn that, on that's another one. thing. Like we let's can talk debate, about that like, too.
1: Ohio State can't can't claim Joe Burrow. Alabama can't claim
0: Jalen Hurts. I would say both I mean, schools he, can claim both of those guys. I mean. Well, yeah, I mean, I think
1: Joe Alabama Burrow is
2: a, an Ohio State grad, so I get where Ohio State fans uh, but can claim like, that. But, and, and him. also LSU fans can claim him, since you know they won, he won him a national title, and won the second ever Heisman at the school. I think Alabama fans could
1: can more could probably claim Jalen Hurts more than Ohio State can claim Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow didn't even play at Ohio State. Yeah,
2: he was a backup.
1: Yeah, Jalen Hurts was their starter. For, he won the Heisman at Ohio. It was Oklahoma. like three. Three
2: years, I believe. I think the technical thing to do is he was the Heisman finalist that year. It was twenty nineteen. That was his final year there. And then he went on to the NFL draft and was a second rounder.
0: Yeah. Like they can put out a congratulations to Jalen Hurts. That's fine. But like I wouldn't put him in the Alabama like Hall of Fame if he ends up winning multiple MVPs and a Super Bowl. But I think Joe Burrow, you could do that. But I don't know. Jalen does have a degree from Alabama too. I don't know what
2: the exact tweet was, but it was pretty much, like, Alabama claiming
0: him. What are we going to do with the transfer portal era? Like, what if Quinn Ewers, like, becomes an NFL superstar? I mean, it, it, he yeah, went so, up, He was at Ohio State for a hot minute, you know?
1: Well, yeah, that's – so, that's what I don't – I think Ohio State can't put Joe Burrow in the Ohio State College Hall of Fame. Like, he played, like, a couple downs, and he played their spring games. I mean, LSU yeah, obviously came pretty much he, whenever
2: Ohio State was up big.
1: Yeah, I think wherever the the guy finishes, that's the school that he should be recognized as going to. That's what I mean. Like I saw one argument that said Jalen Hurts didn't really have his development into the thrower that he is until he went to Oklahoma
2: and played under Lincoln Riley. Yeah, um, he and had he definitely the talent. did
0: air it out a lot more at Oklahoma.
2: Yeah. Yep. Well, Big 12 defenses allows you to do that. Yeah,
1: so, I don't know. I I get the MJ references right now from Philly because they're just trying to build a narrative. Yeah, um, I get that. They're, they're just that, like, silent team. I mean, their fans aren't silent. <laughs> we know nope. that. Uh, but there's, like, nobody – everybody's talking about Joe Burrow and the Bengals or Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs or – rock party you know mr irrelevant but everybody's like not talking that much about philly so
2: i think the coach is just trying to like build a narrative and yeah, really like every every storyline has been every round all the three teams except for philadelphia and, I, and they would love nothing more than that
0: <laughs> right? yeah, i i still think philadelphia is very dangerous and i've had them in the the championship game since we did the pick challenge uh through our network and I think they'll get there. I do.
1: Well, they got to go through the 49ers, and the Bengals have to go through the Chiefs, who took down, I think, was America's favorite team after they came back and beat the Chargers. Uh, Took down the Jaguars. No Waffle House dinner for Trevor Lawrence. But I think they had a season with a lot to build on. So I think we'll see the Jaguars next year in the playoffs. What are y'all's thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, I agree. I think they they definitely found the right coach. I mean, going from Urban Meyer to Doug Peterson is definitely a a step up. I think that Travis Etienne uh, really had a good season. You really saw the connection uh, of Trevor Lawrence and and Etienne. I think that the wide receiver play also stepped up as well. We saw guys like Zay Jones uh, stepped up. He had a really phenomenal career. We saw Jaguars' defense really evolutionized from one of the worst defenses we've seen ever in NFL history and – really guys that can fly around the ball i think that trayvon walker really had an impressive rookie year we saw josh allen what he could do with the middle linebacker spot not Louis the Con. buffalo bills quarterback, yeah.
1: folks uh <laughs> jaguar luikon
2: uh, was the leading tackler uh, in the nfl so and then you have jenkins uh, their top cornerback as well so they definitely have talent on both sides of the ball uh, they'll have a, a really good draft pick they'll be in, in the in the late uh, to middle 20s and this year's uh, upcoming NFL draft. So I think that it's Jaguars' team. And especially with the way that the AFC South is right now with the Tennessee Titans away, uh, there's situations that is pretty much Derrick Henry and everybody else. The Colts are just a dumpster fire of an organization. So I think that Jaguars are going to be right back in the playoffs next year.
0: Yeah, that division's definitely down. I mean, we could have a very young division of starting quarterbacks there with potentially Bryce Young. Bryce Young and like maybe Will Levis or something uh yeah. starting in in that division and then whatever the Titans want to do <laughs> I think they'll try to bring in some competition for Malik Willis and maybe cut Ryan Tannehill yeah I and the Panthers
2: he... uh just hired uh, the former Colts head coach and Frank Wright today as well oh
1: I thought you were gonna say Jeff Saturday
0: Nope, he's getting a second interview for the Colts job, which is absurd. Yeah, Yeah. that would
2: be the worst hire ever.
0: You got what you like. You don't need an interview. They went one and seven.
2: (laughs) So,
1: (laughs) did y'all see that? uh, What's it from Alabama? Bill is it Bill? Bill O'Brien? Yeah, Bill O'Brien accepted the um, offense. Where did he go? I I had the Patriots. Patriots. Yeah, yeah, offense coordinator. coordinator at New England, and then you had Nathaniel Hackett accept the offense coordinator job at, for the Jets, which was surprising. But he did succeed as an offense coordinator, just not yeah. so much as the head coach. Well, that We're going to find out if it was more on
2: Russell Wilson or Nathaniel Hackett.
1: And then we had some drama uh, with Sean Payton. Some guy tweeted that Sean Payton – didn't get along with someone and was not going to to the Broncos and Sean kind of clapped back at him and said, uh, "Not true. I had a great interview with the Broncos and look forward to more conversations." So I was like, "Oh, so that sounds like he maybe maybe leaning more towards the Broncos, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe Russell Wilson was a good quarterback under a good coach. We just saw." last you know this last season it was terrible so i think if he gets under sean payton sean payton will have that team turned around and it, it'd be a good fit but chargers still haven't fired their head coach if i'm sean payton that's where i'm going if if, if that position's open I'm getting too well, late Cowboys to do that, will be though. interesting
2: too if they let go yeah. of mccarthy did you see
1: that what's uh dan quinn is staying for cowboys he's returning as a defensive coordinator yeah i saw that yeah so we'll see Oh. Before we get into our AFC and NFC Championship picks, I want to ask, if you're playing in the AFC or NFC Championship, what are you listening to pregame? What's on the headphones while you're on the field warming up? Ty, we'll let you start it first because Wade is fighting off his dog in the background.
2: Okay, I'll I'll do this for the memes. Uh, The the Burger King commercial. (laughs) Whopper, Whopper, Junior, Whopper, <laughs> what Double, Triple, uh, whatever it is. Uh, but, uh, but no, r- realistically, uh, honestly, I- I'm I'm sure that you'll be on the same boat, but I'll take any Migos song, whatever okay. it was playing, and especially the new ones, Hotel Lobby, Rex Too Skinny, anything like that. That's what gets me hyped up, and that's why I listen to it at the gym. So that's what I listen to at the playoffs.
1: R.I.P. takeoff right there. Wade, yep. What are you listening to pre game before your playoff performance and he's muted
0: uh nickelback baby Wade's oh going gosh, with his nickelback. guess who's going to a nickelback concert in july this guy. uh you yeah <laughs> who's wearing no, an old will at? wade shirt and going to a nickelback concert <laughs> <laughs> that's a confusing <laughs> uh signals there but no i, I don't know i i think the Migos is a good answer, Tyler. And Kevin Gates, of course, a little boozy. All oh, the Louisiana definitely, dudes.
1: Definitely some. Boozy Dude, you can't more.
2: go wrong with any of the Louisiana artists.
1: Uh, so mine's going to come to a shocker to y'all. It was actually what oh, I was no. listening to the gym last time. <clears throat> now, I think he, he catches some hate because of when he came popular in our lives because we were in, we were like 12 years old. He was also like. 12 years old, it's the man Justin Bieber. If you pull oh. up his Essentials playlist on Apple Music, it's fire. I like Bieber, it, but I just don't view it as pregame music. Well, his older stuff, you know, not so much. But his new stuff now, you get like a, not, I say new, but not as old. Some never say never with uh what's his name? Will Smith's kid. Uh, yeah. Jaden. Um, yeah, Jaden. That slaps. You got. Uh, I'm blanking out on the songs. Oh, stay with Kid Leroy. That's that's a banger. I put that on in the gym, and I'm just like in the zone. I've, I've been listening to some Justin Bieber essentials, so I wanted to throw that out there for the podcast. If if I'm pregame, he's JB's, not ashamed. JB's going in the ears from Taylor
0: Swift to JB. Now you're a believer.
1: Exactly. I'm a believer. Is a
0: 14 year old girl, pretty much.
1: <laughs> um, but. I mean, I don't know. It just gets kind of gets you hyped, takes you back, gets you in the zone. But then of course, can't go wrong with the Migos. I still got the Migos poster. It's somewhere in one of these closets. Um <laughs> uh, with, with my boy Quavo. So uh we'll have to we'll have to get Jacob's answer and maybe throw it up on Twitter or whatever we hear back from him. I
2: is like, he's like probably a probably classic rock type of guy.
1: Jacob strikes me as like a Beatles dude. It's like throwing on some Beatles. <laughs> Beatles.
0: Like I gotta say, like <laughs> Some, some before before the game, like when the stadium Ooh, yes. plays it. Yes. Pretty
2: cool. Hell's Bell's in there. Yeah. Some back in black,
1: just like rocking and rolling. Thunderstruck. Sandstorm, yep. though. That's a good pregame song. Sandstorm. Or if, if you're in Philly, Dreams and Nightmares, oh, Mill. that yeah, might be I, the hardest see, thing See, that's
2: like one of the reasons I want them to make it back to the Super Bowl. That way uh, they can do their entrance like that because that was the, the most – you know what entrance that's ins- in the history ins- of ins- ins- and then it, it, the stinking patriots come out to like some like crazy train and it's like well you're gonna get beat by 40
0: yeah <laughs>
1: no, the dreams and nightmares just it's perfect i mean you know, let's talk about philly sports for a second the phillies make it to the world series lose uh the eagles have a chance to make it to the super bowl we'll see what happens um, 76ers i think are on a little bit of a heater right now i don't really follow that yeah. much 76ers think, yeah they're basketball.
2: second they're either second or third i believe in the standings
1: uh there's their MLs team lost in the championship uh hockey team i don't know if they're doing good or not but there's a trend of Philly teams making it to the championship and losing so we'll see if the eagles can can break that trend uh but let's go picks AFC Championship Chiefs versus Bengals. Is that the first one on Sunday, or is that the... Uh, no, like that's uh,
2: the 5.30 our time. Uh, I believe the first game is 2.30, 1.30, something around there. I think it's that one. Right. Well, let's
0: go AFC Two. one. Chiefs, Bengals, Wade, who you got? Mm. It's very hard to beat Kansas City four times in a career and not lose, but... I think Joe's hot right now, so I'm going to stick with the Bengals. Joe Scheisty, Tyler, who you got?
2: Yeah, that is definitely is an interesting stat. Uh, Joe Burrow has uh, Kansas City's number. I think really the key in this one is how healthy is Patrick Mahomes is going to be. I definitely know that he's not going to be 100%. Uh, So really how mobile is he going to be? Because that's really what makes his game, you know, Patrick Mahomes game. You know, with his sidearm throws and he has the ability Get a couple of first downs, so you don't know how I'll be able to do that. So I think that Travis Kelsey uh, is going to be a big part in that. Jared McKinnon has also really been a stud out the backfield, not only running the ball, but he's also really pass catching back. But really, the problem that I have is the Chiefs' defense really hasn't impressed me uh, throughout the season, especially losing the Honey Badger in the secondary. They just don't really have that guy. They have Le'Jerri Sneed back there, who's really Mm -hmm. been good, but. As Wade said, you got to go with the hot hand. I think that Joey B gets it done. It's I know it's challenging to beat the Chiefs and Arrowhead, but they just beat uh, you know the Bills in one of the most craziest environments. It was in the snow. It was a jam packed yeah. stadium. So I think that Burrow's up for the challenge. Like I said, he's going to play anywhere, anytime. He's this Bengals t- uh, team really has gotten that swagger, or Burrow really bought into that. So I think the Bengals go back uh, to the Super Bowl.
1: I'm rolling Joe Burrow. Send your refunds to the Bills fans. They're not playing oh, in a neutral a, site that game. That was a quote. It Joe is Burrow, nice that they're playing at Arrowhead, not in Atlanta. Yes, I think it's yes. <laughs> Joe Burrow is so locked in right now. Just that whole Bengals team, I feel like is so locked in. They're on
2: their revenge tour this year. You yes. could tell
1: Joe Scheisty. He's show up and he's uh. Gucci sung? Not Gucci. He is not. What is he rock? What, what sunglasses? Is it uh, the Cartier sunglasses? With the turtleneck, I can already see it. His LSU bracelet, and they're gonna do another cool. Vi- I mean, the video of him pregame versus the Chiefs, the slow mo throw and. It's spin gonna around. be snowing
2: again.
0: I, I don't um, know. I don't well, think- so. Give us a weather report. One second. second? Think the uh, the snow. I mean, Kansas and Missouri earlier this week if
2: it's cold down here then it's got to be like the 30s sunday. sunday
1: high of 26 low of 12 oh precipitation is zero
0: he's basically playing Whoa. in death valley baby no
2: snow snow but it's freezing
0: so yes it'll be very cold eh, joe's from ohio but uh jamar you yeah. know i thought his hands were gonna fall off when he caught the first pass uh, the other day being from kenner <laughs> <laughs> yeah he he's not used fine. to that oh <laughs> uh, no fine. I'm rolling Joe Scheiste,
1: 3 0 here for the Bengals. Uh, we'll put out the graphic when we get uh, Fudge's pick. But over to the NFC, we got the Eagles versus the 49ers, the early game. Tyler, we'll let you start it off. Who you taking?
2: Yeah, I think that uh, these are two of the best defenses uh, in all of the league. I definitely think that Brock Purdy uh, is definitely going to be able. Let's see. The, really, the question I have I think that Philadelphia is going to try and put all their chips into stopping Christian McCaffrey and just say, like, if Brock Purdy can beat us, then so be it. Uh, I got to go with Philadelphia, though. I think that the home crowd advantage in this one, if it was in San Francisco, I probably would have gone uh, with San Fran. But the way that Jalen Hurts, I mean, that offense really impressed me. This is the Eagles uh, team that I've really been waiting for. They've been a little inconsistent down the stretch, uh, especially whenever they had Gardner Minshew at the helm. But Jalen Hurts is really uh, – I think that he's going to do a phenomenal job. It's going to be one of the more low, lower scored. I think that the AFC Championship is probably going to have more points combined, uh, the NFC Championship. Uh, it's going to be a defensive game, like a 17-21 to 21 type of game, something like that, coming down to the wire. But I, I got Philadelphia. Uh, so I, I had San Francisco uh, uh, originally going to the Super Bowl, uh, but the, really the way that they played against Dallas, I really lost a little bit of hope in them, especially on the offense. I think that their defense will be able to match up quite well, but I got to go with Philly, especially uh, in, at the link.
1: Okay.
0: wait, you agree with them or you take it? I do. It? I'm also going to go with Philadelphia. I think it's tough to go all the way across the country. Yeah and uh, get that done and I just think Philadelphia is dialed in right now I mean we saw them close the regular season strong against the Giants they didn't have to play the first week they got the bye and um, they really came out again strong against the Giants so it is a little different now they have to play outside of their division for the first time in a bit but um, I just think that the way they can control the clock with the run game and just how efficient that offense is. I just don't think San Francisco is going to have many chances to come up empty um scoring wise or really make any mistakes. And I think that um I think that Philadelphia gets it done.
1: So weather won't be nearly as cold in Philly, 52 degrees, 20, uh, 20% chance of rain. But I don't know, man, the 49ers, they've won 12 straight now yeah they're
2: they're 12 and 0 ever since week eight it's gonna be a crazy
1: i think it's gonna be a close game it's gonna be a defensive battle but for sake of being someone different give me mr relevant making it to the super bowl this year brock purdy gonna i think like you said tyler they're gonna focus on christian McCaffrey. but uh brock purdy's gonna get it done spread it out to debo and uh kittle and and whatnot and uh, maybe yeah. sprinkle a little. Kittle brand. has been
2: on a heater, too. Uh,
1: a little Brandon Iook. Uh, Kittle almost got his head taken off last week by Trayvon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, avoided that tackle. But I'm going, uh, I'm going 49ers, so make it a little different. But, you know, the three of us are going to be watching on our television, sitting on the couch, maybe drinking a few cold ones, hanging out. But the feeling of being at the arena is a priceless experience. That's where our friends over at SeatGeek – are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices. Wade just bought some tickets at SeatGeek. Um, Not only can you get tickets to sporting events, but you can get tickets to concerts, comedy shows, musicals, and more, like the Nickelback concert in June that Wade's going to. Get your tickets. July at at SeatGeek. July. (laughs) Um, And if you use promo code BELLYUPSPORTS, you get $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek.com. Remember, that's promo code BELLYUPSPORTS, all one word. Twenty dollars off your first purchase. SeatGeek life's an event. We have the tickets. So if you're looking, if you're in the Philly area or the Kansas City area and you're looking for some tickets, go to SeatGeek, create a new account, use a new email, get twenty dollars off. Boom, there you go. Easy money. Uh, (laughs) Use our code because those tickets
0: are like a grand each.
1: Yeah, Belly Up Sports. Yeah, really. Twenty (laughs) dollars off. Instead of a thousand dollars, and make hey, sure, and it's color
2: coded. So make sure to get the green. Don't go for the red. Get the green. Why the green? That's what what SeatGeek does. It does like a rating of like how good of a deal oh. is. So like ten usually is the highest, and like one is the lowest. Like Wade and I can attest to this. So with our Saints adventures, we use SeatGeek yes. and also the code as well. So we got some good deals with it, especially uh, that one year whenever the Rams and the Saints are that game of the year.
1: That's hey, right. Man. What a last little tidbit to wrap up NFL. Um, I saw a quote from Kyle Shanahan saying Jimmy Garoppolo has an outside chance to be ready for the NFC Championship game, but there's a better chance for him to be ready for the Super Bowl. You can't do it.
2: No, you got to stick. Can't with break you. up the momentum.
1: Yeah. Maybe I mean maybe it was taken as it was taken out of context, and they're going to use them as a backup, which makes sense. But you can't bench Brock Purdy right now and throw in Jimmy G. No. No, either. I
0: think he was just saying for depth. Okay. Yeah.
2: It's got to be for depth purposes. I don't think that Kyle Shanahan would do something like that try and break up the momentum. I mean, you've been riding with the guy since week eight, and look at you, you you're 12-0. and 0. But I've That's never bad.
0: heard an NFL team debate between three guys on being your starting quarterback because most teams in this predicament, would are be not just go, happy to be yeah. here, you know, they're not going to the playoffs <laughs> yeah. when they're like, trying to
1: when they're starting their third string quarterback. Yeah,
0: like you'd be talking about bringing Jimmy G back to be the starter. Like if Brock Purdy wasn't in the equation, like you could make the argument that Jimmy Garoppolo deserves to be the starter over Trey Lance. But you could also make the argument that Trey Lance is better in all three of them. And then you got the argument like of, this guy got you to the Super Bowl. <laughs> right? It's like exactly. every
2: year, the, the their narrative changes. I mean, going into the year, is like the San Francisco 49ers, like, oh, Trey Lance is going to be our guy. And then last year, it's like, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be our guy. And then this year, oh, wait, Brock Purdy, he came out of nowhere. He's going to be our guy. So it's Did, like you don't know every year.
1: This screams a Philly Nick Foles situation where one of them's getting traded. All right. Well, Jimmy G's is probably just going to sign somewhere else. He's a free agent. So,
0: I mean, um, I think if they could get back similar capital that they put in for Trey Lance, then I think that that might be the way to go. Because I mean, they could probably trade him to New Orleans Saints. You know, New Orleans or Washington. the New York Jets or something. Like they could get the Jets' first round pick, and that would almost be fair because. I mean, they spent the number three pick on him. You're not going to get that back. But if you could get a first-round pick back, it's kind of like a refund. You could use it to bolster another position on your team and, and roll with Brock Purdy. Yeah. I mean, it's tough
1: because, like you said, they spent their number three pick, and they want to see how he develops. He may be even better than Brock Purdy, and they got two Super Bowl-caliber quarterbacks on their team. Uh, But the
2: world – May never like we know. We haven't seen Lance much on the field, so we can't really say much if he's like an NFL caliber yet. Exactly. The world may never know. It's like how many licks does it take to get to the center
1: of a Tootsie Pop? You never know. Let's get to our dog of the week. Play the intro, and then I we'll want hear what y'all got. Dog of the week picks.
0: Wade, we'll let you start it off. Who you got for your dog of the week? All right, so dog of the week, I'm going to go with Angel Reese of LSU basketball, women's basketball. That is uh, LSU women's basketball is 20 and 0, and big Tennessee, game against South Carolina next week. That is true, and Tennessee. Tennessee as well. on
2: Monday. Yep,
0: that's a tough week uh, for LSU, but yeah, 20 and 0 start, and Angel Reese has a double double in all 20 games she has uh, played in. So. Really good start for her and the team. Um, and I'm um, wearing an LSU basketball shirt for those of you on our YouTube. Uh, that was back in the good days for the men's side. Now I'm thoroughly convinced that the women could take down the men because they can't shoot and they're not very physical and they score 40 points a game. So Angel Reese is the opposite of all that. She's absolutely. She scores 40 ballad. points a game. <laughs> Well, she scored more uh, points probably in a game than
2: they did in the first half against Arkansas, only fourteen.
0: Yeah, that's pretty rough. So that's our first female dog of the week. And uh, there we go. I know there's a uh, <laughs> a nickname for a female dog, but that's not what I'm alluding to. <laughs> We're not going to call the segment that this week. Oh, gosh. <laughs> our dog of the
2: week is going to get canceled if you say that.
1: I don't. I don't think Angel uh, would appreciate that if we called it that for
2: this week. <laughs> uh we'll stick with dog week. she got that dog in her all right what uh tyler who you got yeah i'm gonna stick with basketball as well i'm actually gonna go to last night's game uh the trailblazers and the jazz uh the blazers ended up defeating the jazz at home and dame I, you know what time it is it's dame time damian dame Lillard time, dropped baby. 60 points now this isn't the most points uh, in the regular season of this season it was donathan mitchell he scored 71 uh but I had another dog of the week that week, but this time, Dame time gets my dog of the week pick. My dog of the week won me
1: some money, and I alluded to it at the beginning of the show. Ricky Fowler birdieing hole 18 to make the cut at even par and to keep my parlay alive. So, Ricky, I thank you. Uh, but that's our dog of the week.
2: Ricky has always been one of my favorites, but he can just like never get over. Like he's been so close, like top five, top tens, like in the Masters and the major tournaments, but just he could just not get over the. It's like a Rory, you know. Whenever Rory got so close, and then just got to get that. We're now seeing like Rory just like break out. So we'll see if you know if this can be finally the year that Ricky can break through. Yeah,
1: Uh, a couple other headlines before we get to the famed TMZ sports segment of the week. Uh, Arkansas men's Baseball team issues participation ring we go for again. the College World Series. Uh, they must have liked Texas a and ring because they copied it. Arkansas, did, they were like, I guess technically fifth is what they finished. Did they get knocked out like
2: second round? I thought they made it to the semifinal again. So, did they? Okay, so maybe
0: mm-hmm. I'm not oh, sure. It was so long does ago. It matter either. either.
2: You don't need a ring like, for it. Yeah, you should only get a ring if you win the whole damn thing. And I loved all the Mississippi State and Ole Miss fans that were in, you know, whenever Arkansas, the Twitter account. So, I don't know. that's just stupid. It's like participation trophies. Like, what are we doing? (laughs) And then I saw a TikTok on
1: a Kansas City Chiefs super fan that I sent y'all. The man shows up to every game, dressed in Chiefs gear, every away game, every home game. And somebody did some digging and he he was—he re- didn't show up to the last game. It turns out because he was arrested because the way he funds his crazy experience is he goes and robs banks in the away cities and uses that money to buy the ticket to go to the game. So that one. There's some heist going
2: on. This is like yeah. straight out of Grand Theft Auto. I
1: saw that. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. That guy is insane. But he wanted to see his Chiefs football game, so I think the Chiefs, when he gets out of prison, they should hook him up with some season tickets. So
0: what's he going to do next year when they play in Germany? <laughs> he's going to make an international heist.
2: <laughs> he's not coming back from Germany. I don't think That's he can fly. <laughs> he's going to call the courts of Hitler and see what we can do to I'd rob Germany. Germany. Uh,
1: German situation right there. <laughs> he's out. not going to get. He's going to
0: get detained.
1: Yeah, he's not getting out of there. Oh. Uh, <laughs> And then another old basketball story. I'm sure everybody's seen it by now. Shannon Sharp in his way-too-tight cardigan gets ejected from the Lakers versus Grizzlies game for arguing with a player on the court. And then with John Morant's dad, they got into it, and then they escorted uh, Shannon Sharp out. Which, like, dude, you're sitting courtside. Just let the guys play. I mean, you can chirp them, but, like, don't go like that.
2: That's ridiculous.
1: I expect it from Skip, but not Shannon. I'm surprised to see it on that end. That's wow. why they're
2: the show together. That, that show
1: exactly. is tanking, <laughs> big time, big time. Undisputed. Um, speaking of tanking, if you want to tank your drives or piping, ah. you can head on over. We're to hitting
2: home runs like Tommy tanks will in less than a month. Ah,
1: there you yeah, go. I'm excited to talk about some college baseball. LSU ranked number one right now. We can now. start
2: getting into that. Next yeah, week probably.
1: Once what, the some football wraps up, we'll have we'll, we'll have to fill the show with something. But this week's TMZ Sports segment is brought to you by our friends over at Piper Golf. Pipe your golf, or I didn't make any sense. Pipe your, <laughs> Pipe your drives <laughs> with Piper golf balls, tour quality balls at a non tour quality price. Head on over to pipergolf slash sports scramble ten. Get ten percent off your first order. Um, TMZ segment. Did y'all see the, uh, I don't know if I'm saying this right, du- Queen
2: men's basketball Duquesne. game?
1: Duquesne, but that
0: was better. Oh my here. gosh, there's here there's we go.
2: We've had the same issue whenever Florida you State looked on last them. Time. <laughs> yeah, that, it was worse. So at least this time it's getting closer. I thought, but it's I, thought
1: I recognized the school name. <laughs> Whatever, Duquesne men's basketball game <laughs> and was delayed. A
2: name. It's a French name. It's school.
1: It was delayed last night against Loyola Chicago because an Uber Eats delivery oh, man, man walks onto the that. court. Okay,
2: that had to be stage or something. So, There's no update. way that this Uber Eats man is... Update.
1: The weird scene at Duquesne Mint's basketball game was no. known to be a prank after all. Ah. It was done for internet exposure, the school says. So at For least Uber? They, Uber Eats? No, they wanted to go viral. The, the school oh, media interaction. So there's
2: like, okay, one night, let's just get a random Joe blo- Brony off the streets and dress him up and give him a Mc- random McDonald's bag, probably a fill of nothing, and their, just their, let him walk on the court.
1: <laughs> their official statement is, while the incident may have seemed funny at the time, no harm was done. We are mindful that incidents like this can cut players and official put players and officials at risk what's crazy is
2: who thought of that like yeah who thought that was a good idea whoever who thought of that should be fired
0: well we've had the discussion on how to pronounce Duquesne twice now on the show because of props like this so it did work that's true yes we are giving them the internet exposure that they wanted yeah, that's and true. Of course, no, <laughs> i know why they were on the show the first time because florida state played yeah duquesne, and chet boldly said week, lsu's week not duquesne we're gonna go in there and whoop their tail yeah. yeah played a
2: week
1: zero oh. and look what happened hopefully um, you don't make not, the same mistake this year because
2: they're gonna be way better than they were this year
1: yeah so Shout out Piper Golf sponsoring our team's Z Sports segment of the week with the Duquesne Uber Eats driver. There you Eastport. go. Uh, I'm saying it
2: right now. So uh, that's some courtside service, though. Just exactly out of nowhere and go give them a McDonald's. So y'all got anything else? I think that. Yeah, good. I knew that wasn't real because there's no way that security would let some idiot walk on the court like that. Yeah, totally agree.
1: Uh, it's funny that the school just kind of owned up to it this i mean it happened last night and they just already like oh yeah we, we if staked. you want so to ratchet, their, uh, that's definitely not the way to game. do it
2: in <laughs> 2023 social media is how you get your school day up. You know? well that's how they did it they put it on tiktok oh well, yeah i know that on but Twitter. that's really not that's like a like bad reputation way to, to get your school out hey any
1: uh bad publicity is good or any, pub- any whatever it's like yeah. good publicity there you go uh, your fiance is something. the that's Mr. Yeah, TikTok
2: Tock himself.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, y'all got anything else before we wrap this show? It's a little shorter one tonight without Jacob.
2: Yeah, that's all I got. I
1: think that's all right. Well, of course, we got uh, sports scrambles typically on Sunday nights, uh, but Thursday night this week, and it'll be uploaded on Friday for our audio listeners um college football coast to coast on monday afternoon and once the sec football resumes our sec talk will be live on tuesday nights um if you're listening on apple podcast do us a huge favor hit that rating subscribe leave us a little bit of a review do it, you can leave a star review on spotify so leave us a five star review on spotify if you love us we love you if you're listening um watch it on youtube you see our friendly faces every week hit us with a subscribe on there like share comment the whole thing put it on the interwebs you know you know what to do so um but yeah besides that that's all i got guys so appreciate you joining me this thursday night we'll uh we'll talk soon i'm sure we will we text every day and uh I'm excited for the championship weekend at football, and, and I'm excited to beat Wade's butt in golf in a few weeks. So, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll have a we'll have a preview yeah, of our match. You say
0: that until I have Tyler fly in unexpectedly and be my secret weapon. Ah, <laughs> yeah,
1: I gotta watch out for that. So
0: but, we do uh,
2: need to get the the whack part two going. Hopefully, that's right. yeah,
1: we'll we'll have to schedule that. Uh, maybe we'll we'll steal Wade away from his wedding, and we'll we'll have the whack in New Orleans or something. Uh, but yeah, fat chance. <laughs> yeah, that's like maybe after. Uh, but nonetheless, appreciate everybody listening and we hope you have a wonderful week.